We get to talk every Tuesday right about now with Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch. Hi, Mayor. Aren't you lucky, huh, Joe? I am. <laughs> consider myself extremely fortunate to have an audience with the mayor. Your nose is growing. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Well, I think I do think people appreciate um, the updates on this on a weekly basis because things change so quickly. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's for sure. You know? Fast-moving world we live in. Really is. Um, yeah. Just thinking, listening to that, that last public service announcement about special education, I'm wondering if there's any update on the Richard to Christopher Early Learning Center. Well, it's it's certainly moving, and we did have some uh, we we did have more challenges with the site and the building than we than we understood going in. Um, there's been a lot of hazardous materials that were in that ground that we had to mitigate. Oh, and uh, of course, being an old factory way back when, you know, I, I guess I can understand some of that. But uh, we want to make sure that it's uh, we're meeting all the standards and meeting all the codes, and make sure it's a safe site before we, you know get on the road of putting any kids in there but so that's taken us aback a bit um in addition to the typical stuff with uh looking for the various chemicals of of lead and asbestos and and other items that you know are in the caulking and the grout and different phases so the demo phase is done uh they've mitigated the hazardous material stuff The, the work is now in earnest beginning so it's um i think we're looking at some time in probably uh 2024 um, maybe a year and a half out before we're using the building. Okay. Was that um? Was that the Howard Johnson's uh, location? It was a Howard Johnson's yeah. uh, candy making factory. Yep. And that's where the uh, contamination came from. You think? Correct. Really? Huh. Yeah. First, I've heard of that. Do you anticipate um, increasing costs, like with the police station with this project? I mean, uh, <laughs> I would guess so. Yeah. I mean, we're li- living in a a crazy time where it's really difficult to pin down those numbers. They're moving all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you saw the breakdown of the police station, you know, an example, look at the, the increase in cost for concrete and steel, just to name a couple of items. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just blows the budget right out of the water. So I don't think anybody saw some of that stuff coming, but uh, we do anticipate uh, some of those challenges, absolutely. I think, and also the uh, the new animal shelter, I mean, it cost doubled from its initial inception. Yeah, and you know those. I think they've opened all the bids on that, the sub bids, etc. And uh, those numbers are up. I haven't got a final report yet either, but those numbers are up as well. Hmm. It's crazy. You you think it would be the opposite when the economy's struggling, um, but um, it, it's it's a crazy time when you talk about the you know the president saying we don't not in a recession, but yet prices, cost of everything is up dramatically. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's crazy because it the jobless rate isn't isn't out of whack. Right. You know, yep. people are working, so you think that would contribute to the manufacturing and and the goods and supply chain would be better. But um, everything seems to be a mess. It's 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 really interesting. It's true. So many of the experts that I've read have said the same thing. It's not your typical recession. Right. Uh, we'd see ten, twelve percent unemployment. Um, and, and, you know, pressure on prices to come down. But um, I guess we're more of a global economy now and impacted by things that happen in other parts of the world. Yes, in, in this case, unfortunately, right? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit, if we can, Mayor, about uh, at home and the how the worker shortage is affecting the Quincy Public Schools. Yeah, we're, um, we've got some challenges for sure. Mm. We've... Obviously, the backbone of the system are the teachers, but when you when you look at the education of a child, 
Um, it's far more than the classroom teacher when you add everybody in, right? So some of the challenges we're facing now is the paraprofessionals, which is uh, well over 200 in our system. Sometimes they assist teachers in the classroom. Sometimes they assist as an office aide, um, you know, in, the, in you know, whether it's attendance or main office or, or what have you, but they're a very important position in assisting us, helping our kids and families getting the education they need. So we've lost uh, more than 20, 20 some odd in September that have left the system because they went to other districts for, for better pay. Mm-hmm. Now, paraprofessionals are one of the lower paid positions uh, in the system, and some of my colleagues have been talking about that, that we, we've got to address that. So I've asked the superintendent to come up with a plan uh, to do just that. It's also your cafeteria workers. Um, you know, they're still making, in some cases, $15 an hour. Well, that doesn't cut it today. Um, so you've got a combination of factors with the economy uh, and the low wage uh, rates in these cases. Now, I'm not saying every city employee is, is underpaid. That's not my point. But there are some some positions that really need to be addressed and we're looking on the school side to do that. That's um, separate from the uh, the compensation review uh, for the other city workers. Yeah, this yeah. this this is something that was underway before that came forward. Okay. So um, the reality is the the city council has no say or control on the school side. Mm-hmm. That's really up to the school committee under state law. So uh, we're dealing with it on that side out of reality right now because we have to deal with it. We're losing people. And um, so we as a committee are trying to work with that on that side of the street. Um, As far as the council resolve on that, I mean, it's part of the big picture for the city, but um, the council has has no direct authority over the school side stuff. Mm So um, so we're looking at it on the city side, and uh, we'll, we'll be making some recommendations in the near future. Yeah. Um, curious that we were just speaking about uh, how the costs are increasing for construction. Are, is there a bigger emphasis at the Quincy Public Schools to encourage kids to go into the trades? We, yeah, you know what? The last couple of years we've been working hard on that. We hired um, last year, so this will be the second school year, to have at each high school an individual that is working with kids on careers. Not mm-hmm. just, uh, I mean, generally speaking, uh, guidance counselors do good work. Essentially, they're they're encouraging kids to go to college. Not every kid's cut off of college, uh, and um, you know we got these two individuals, one at each high school, that are working directly with the trade unions, securing slots uh, for these kids as they graduate, go into apprentice programs and training programs. Uh, in addition, we um, they work with the military recruiters and have them in the buildings on a regular basis to see if that's a fit for some kids. Um, so yeah, we're doing more and more of that. And I think it's 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 good stuff because we you look at the world right now. I mean, right now the one of the highest paid and expertise certifications is a welder. Yep. Um, they can't get welders anymore. Yep. So if some of our kids that have some mechanical abilities and don't mind getting their hands dirty, you know, there's a need for it out there as well as they get very well paid for it. Yes. Um, so people should take a peek at that for sure. Yep. And I think that's what we're trying to get. Some of these kids were encouraging them to do. I mean, there's many that go off to college and don't last a semester because it's just, just not their thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not speaking against college education at all, but it's not for everybody. And, um, you know, the economy does need some of these other careers addressed, so we're going to be in real trouble. Yeah, there are tremendous opportunities 
Uh, Big time for sure, yeah, and it's it is it is kind of ironic <laughs> coming from Quincy, uh, which was the shipbuilding capital of the world at one point, and right. <laughs> had a welder in every corner, you know. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah, it's remarkable. It really is. Uh, can we talk a little bit, Mayor, about the upcoming statue dedication in Quincy Center? Sure, November fifth. For yep. those folks that are listening out there, it is open to the public. People are invited to attend. 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, the 5th of November. I will be dedicating the new Sergei sculptor statue of Abigail Adams. And um, it's going to have a beautiful, prominent spot right here at the Hancock Adams Common. Um, and as, as we know, I had, uh, I had some meetings with some of the some of the ladies in our community that felt Abigail and was being shortchanged. And um, though I don't agree that we the city was shortchanging them, the city's plan was taking too long. I agreed with them on that. So, as you know, we came up with the proposal to find a spot for Abigail right in the heart of the promenade of the Hancock Adams Common. Uh, so we'll be celebrating her life and her contributions to the to the country as well as this region on November 5th. If John Adams was a founding father, then Abigail Adams was a founding mother. Sure. No question about it. And I know a couple of uh, distinguished uh, speakers will be there as well. We do. We have yeah. the president of the Mass Historic Society, Catherine Algor. She's uh, very, very sharp. She's also an author. Daniel Allen, who is a professor at Harvard University and runs a program over there. She's an Adams expert. Both of them have agreed to be our keynote speakers. I'm sure uh, Congressman Lynch will be with us, and, mm-hmm. and we've invited a lot of other folks, and uh, we'll see who comes and joins in the fun, the celebration. Sure. Excellent. I know we had talked a while back about some kind of a memorial or, or ceremony for the victims of the pandemic, Mayor. Has, has anything more been discussed about that? Um, no, okay. um, not directly, honestly, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's been it's been kicked around in some circles. Um, and then I had you know some other people raise, well, there's people that have died from cancer or heart disease or mm. this or that. It gets it gets um, gets a little tricky, challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a sense, I'm not saying no. I'm just yep. saying this. There's been some informal discussions, but really nothing's been formalized. Okay, you know, it's, and and some would argue it's it's still not over. So <laughs> that's another valid point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Appreciate your time, Mayor. Have a wonderful day. You also. Thanks, Joe. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.